Hello everyone and welcome back to Going Purple with me, Lissy McIntosh, where we talk about serious F1 stuff in a not-so-serious way. everyone i hope you're all doing well i hope you're having a good week i know it's not race week but i'm I'm hoping that this podcast today can bring you some entertainment some insight some joy hopefully this is the um the anticipated i don't know interview with the one and only mclaren formula one driver lando norris now we did push this back a couple of days just so that it could all tie into a really exciting collaboration which is all going to be kind of announced and rolled out over the next couple of days so many of you already guessed it and know what it is um but i'm really excited for you to see all of that but this interview was a huge part of that you know getting to sit down and and chat with lando for for a long time and and this was filmed um in back in february so i think i think it was around the 10th of feb it was definitely pre-mclaren car launch so it's really interesting to kind of look back and see the insights that lando was giving you know well well before the season really and um and and kind of chat to him about his future in formula one and and about his time at mclaren and what it's like you know being you know with this dynamic change with a new teammate but also so many other things and and about quadrant as well it's just it was very um it's always really refreshing to talk to guys who are so close to the sport and and i hope you guys enjoy this interview and episode i i I put it i've put it on spotify because uh, i think i did this a while ago with nika holkenberg and a lot of you said i'm glad you've put it on podcast as well because i don't always have time to watch the youtube video and i I just want to listen to it so this one's for you guys but it is also on youtube if you'd like to watch it there lots of clips on socials all that kind of thing all the usual but i really hope you enjoy this one this was really special for me so i won't keep you for too much longer here he is this is the interview with lando norris enjoy how are you, Lando? I'm very good, thanks. Good. I'm just cold. I want to know what it's like to be Lando Norris right now. Are we happy? Uh, what are we thinking about when we wake up in the morning? Um, what am I thinking? <laughs> what uh, is the first thing you think about? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, like this part of the season is, like I would say, the most exciting part. Yeah. Um, I'm still doing a mix of uh, uh, preparation for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the simulator, a lot, a lot of time spent in McLaren. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I have some little bits of time to do stuff like this. Yeah. Um, do stuff outside of Formula One still. So before it gets too busy and it's only about Formula One. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this is the life that you were dreaming of for so long, right? Like when you were yes. younger. What, yeah, would, yeah. what would younger Lando be saying right now? What was I thinking? I don't know. Like the only thing I ever dreamt of being was a Formula One driver. Yeah. Um, I guess when I was growing up, then I thought of doing some more things. Mm. But uh, the focus has always been Formula One. Mm-hmm. But as I grown up and I had different hobbies and different interests, um, at some point, I've always planned to start to include them in my life, mm-hmm. such as doing things like this, having quadrant, and mm-hmm. um, I guess doing my golf and stuff like that. Like, DJing. there's more things. <laughs> my DJing career is over. <laughs> is it? Uh huh. Damn, um, that was short-lived, London. <laughs> it was. It was. I picked early and it's gone. But <laughs> yeah, there's, there's there's more things now. I would say outside of Formula One that I enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, but, but since I was a kid, my dream has just been Formula One. So that's all I've ever yeah. really thought of. I mean, it's tough. You don't have much time. 23 weekends of your year. It's, yeah. And it's a full-time job. It's a full-time it's job. It's a full-time job. I mean, the sport has changed. This is your fifth year in Formula One. Mm. Already. Fifth. It is your fifth year in Formula yeah, One. It's, it's also your fast. fifth year at McLaren. Yeah. Why have you decided to stay so dedicated to this team? 
It's a great choice. Great question. Great decision. Great question. Why got to ask why? Um, because, uh, I mean, a combination. It's been the best place for me, mm -hmm. personally, uh, to grow as a driver, mm -hmm. to prepare. Um, that in combination with there's not been anything else uh, which will give me as good of an opportunity long term. Yeah. Um, and I have faith uh, still mm -hmm. that um, McLaren can win. And we will win. Um, and you will win. And I will win. <laughs> uh, we will win. Um, but it's just the, the annoying thing about Formula One is it's never going to happen now. Yeah. You know? And everything has to come together. Everything has to be right. Exactly. It's when you're going up against, minute. you're going up against Red Bull, mm -hmm. Mercedes, Ferrari. Um, everything needs to be perfect in mm. order to have a chance to battle against them, mm. and everything needs to be extra perfect to have a chance to beat them. Yeah. Um, so it's not something which, sadly, is just one year, two mm -hmm. years, three years. Sometimes it can be four, five, six, seven. Mm. So I'm still part of that journey, and I'm dedicated to that. To that. Uh, I still have three more years with McLaren. Yeah. Um, so I look forward to all of them. And this year is going to be so different. New teammate. Yep. Yes. You're obviously now the more experienced one. How are we ever. feeling about that? Are you ready uh, to be that leader? I, I mean, I don't think too many things change, to be honest. Okay. Like everyone's expecting like, oh, you know, you have to rise to this and so on. But it's, um, yeah, it's, it's like the job I was doing before, I think, I think was already a pretty good job. Um, yeah, I'd say so. You know, I, I genuinely have always had a very good feeling with the car. And I've understood it and have, I guess, learned over the years and learned from Daniel and learned from Carlos mm -hmm. um, that Formula One is not only about the now, but it is about the future as well yeah. and how you prepare the car for yeah, yeah. 24 and 25 and, and so on. So how I worked last year with my engineers and the whole team back in the factory uh, to prepare the car for this year, but more importantly, to start preparing even more for, for 24 and 25. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's something that I already started last year. Mm -hmm. So it's just an evolution of that. Um, I am a more experienced driver, so there's a bit more just responsibility yeah. for myself yeah. to um, lead the team from that perspective. Yeah. But uh, it's not like there's number one and number two, you know, all of this stuff is just nonsense that people talk about. So um, there's also things that Oscar will bring to the team that mm -hmm. I can't bring. You know, mm -hmm. He's worked with Alpine, he's mm -hmm. worked with different people. Um, and that's an experience that I've not had. Yeah. So he's able to add a, a yeah, different you, side of things. You've been in so. Orange for a long time. My whole life, well, my whole life, my whole Formula One, <laughs> whole Formula One life. So Formula One, since you've been in it, has changed so much. You've yep. got Drive to Survive. Do you feel genuinely like you have to kind of play up to the cameras more and be more likable? Mm -hmm. Do you think it takes away from just, I'm a race car driver and this is my only job? Do you ever feel like that? I think the main thing is you just have to be, and especially with the world we live in now, mm. even more careful with every single thing that you say. Yeah. And even when... My intention is as pure as can be yeah. with something that I say, um, how people, different people interpret it, yeah. uh, how they write it up in media mm. and news and whatever, um, can be the complete opposite yeah. of my intention yeah. and what I meant. And um, that's worse than ever mm. in, the, in the news and media nowadays. So It's quite tiring, like having someone always on you. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm not the best with all of this stuff. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just not the best with... Uh, describing things in the most perfect way yeah, that's right. um, and I say things just kind of a little bit as I feel and as I think you know yeah. that's personally what I I would say and, and do and so on um, that's me but yeah like the, the fact that people come up saying oh Lando thinks this and that when I'm like mm -hmm. if I knew my actual intention and yeah, what yeah, I meant yeah. by this yeah. um, so it's just that and when you have more media more TV Netflix whatever 
Um, yeah, they love a boom mic, don't they? Just they love a boom. <laughs> they love a boom. But um, that's part of it. Do you ever wish your life was just normal? Like, do you ever wish you could just go to Big Tesco? No. 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 I love Big Tesco. No. <laughs> I still got Tesco. Yeah. I got a car for now, to be oh, honest. Fine. Fair enough. Um, but you like your life now. I, I, I would love to have known what ah. it would have been like. Because um, I think, especially growing up as a kid, I miss out on a lot of things. Okay. I mean, I got to experience a lot of different things as a did kid compared to, to... Yeah. You went to school. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be able to tell that, no, sorry. But like the, the life of, I guess, between ages of 10 to 20 yeah. uh, of my life are very different to a, a, normal, yeah. a normal life. So I would love to have known like what I would have done and, mm -hmm. and so on if I didn't have anything to do with racing. But uh, at the same time, maybe I wouldn't want to know because... Uh, you racing is the only thing I'm good at, so <laughs> Well, we're coming up to the first race of the season, Bahrain. Yeah. Uh, are you superstitious, Lando? Are we bringing any lucky pants with us to race weekends? Are we doing anything before races? Um, mm, I do certain things before a race. Interesting. Yeah. Can you share them with the... I'm preferably not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. No, I just have, um, I just, I guess it's just a routine. Okay. Then I don't want to break the routine. 100%. Because then I don't want to know what might happen. Yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. So I just stick to my routine of... Um, when something like goes well, you're like, doing I'm doing that massage. again next weekend. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I've just done it for the last... You know, I eat the same things every Sunday. What is that? Uh, it's like a... It's definitely an omelette, isn't it? You're no, such no, an omelette no, 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 no. <laughs> no. I'm really not. You got me really wrong there. I'm a poached egg kind of guy. Ah, I see, of um, course. No, it's... Uh, I even forgot it. It's been a while. Like a rice, uh, pineapple, like teriyaki sauce. Ooh. It's, it's, oh, she's gorgeous. That's but, the um, life. I just every Sunday. This is my only okay. thing I have. Okay. Uh, in like a chicken uh, or a chicken wrap. Okay. Fine. Uh, and I stick to that. You know, I do my massage, mm -hmm. uh, listen to my music, um, toilet break. <laughs> Thanks for get that. Get in the car. Like I just have this little structure, and okay. I don't really want to break it. But I'm very relaxed with all, all this kind of stuff. Because you're so well prepped, your training's all there, yeah. your meal prep's all there. It's all about the mental prep when you yes. get into that car, isn't it? More than what people think. Really? Um, but I'm also a guy which I feel like I can do a good job from uh, talking to anyone, chilling mm -hmm. on the grid, mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. to when I have to focus, when I put my helmet on, yeah. then all I think about is the race. And I feel like I can switch quite well between the two. Yeah. Some people you know, need, need half an hour. Uh, yeah. I mean, Daniel's you can't really always got his headphones on. With a helmet on anyway. No, true, true. So, so then like, you're just blocking out the world. Everyone's in that, that zone, but even you know, two minutes before I jump in the car, yeah. I'm I'm so I wouldn't say happy because I don't want then everyone to start talking to me. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm I can cope with being able to talk to anyone yeah. Yeah. two minutes before I have to jump in. Yeah. Um, think talking about whatever yeah. normal life, That's and tough. then focusing on on the race. So. That's tough. So we're here at the Speed Crow Shoot for Quadrant. We are indeed. We are coming up to three years since you launched Quadrant. Yeah. Is that right? Can you fact check, please? Yeah, fact. Uh, Is it three years? <laughs> three years Quadrant has been around. Three years since... Okay, yeah, we're coming up to three years since Thanks, you launched mate. Quadrant. You can go home now. <laughs> um, why did you start the brand? And how much um, influ influence do you still have over it? Because it started. Oh, I'm, I'm CEO, a while ago. you know. Of I course, you're a big boss. <laughs> I run that. No, I think uh, I have a great team which help uh, run Quadrant for me. Yeah. Um, obviously, all my focus in life is Formula One. That's mm. priority over, over everything that I do. Yeah. Um, Quadrant is a complete uh, project I started on the side. Yeah. Um, when I have free time, when I can do things that I, I want, mm -hmm. um, that's normally done with, with the, the guys here and got yeah. girls here in Quadrant. Um, when I don't, then everything's Formula One related. So mm -hmm. it's, um, it's a, a project which 
let's say I wanted to start not loads of years ago, but um, growing up, I was always into games and playing mm -hmm. games. And when I got more into the bigger games, when you have the teams and you have uh, Phase and Optic and mm -hmm. all this stuff, um, I got more into like watching this and uh, I guess the competitive element of gaming, not just like uh, playing a game for, yeah. for fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a competitive guy, I so like that, <laughs> that translated into to gaming and um, then I've kind of always had a, an idea okay. or like a, a little bit of a passion for it. But with Formula One, there was never like a time to put a plan in place. Mm -hmm. But then after a few years of F1, um, COVID. during COVID, that was our opportunity to to go ahead and, and try start it up. And then I have a question. Here. Why is it called Quadrant? Quad four. I'm number four. Oh, wow. Come on. Put two and two That's together. That's pretty cool. Get it? Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I could have done that myself. Yeah. It's going to give me five more minutes. Um, okay, well, I want to ask you one more question about um, the future of Formula One. Yep. And obviously, you're part of the new generation of drivers coming through. Thank you. Yes, congratulations. Um, how do you think Formula One is, can become more inclusive in the next few years, um, more diverse? Yep. How do you see yourself being part of that change? Um, so everything starts with the amount of people that we can get interested in Formula One. Mm -hmm. There's a lot um, now. Which is more and more. Yeah. You know, with Netflix, mm -hmm. with, with more of this stuff, there's more and more people that are interested in Formula One. Um, and with girls coming into Formula One, for instance, um, it is generally it is a male-dominated sport. Mm -hmm. But because we have so many guys that want to get into it, mm -hmm. uh, there's only 20 drivers in the end of the day. And they're all male. And they're all male. Mm -hmm. But you have, say, you know, a million guys which want to be a Formula One driver. Mm -hmm. And you have a thousand girls which want to be a Formula mm -hmm. One driver. Um, so the ratio of guys getting in with only 20 spots on the grid yeah. is whatever, I can't do maths. Yeah, me neither. Whatever <laughs> percentage. So the chance for a girl in that case to, to get in is like miles less yeah. just because less girls enter racing, less girls get into motorsport. Do you think so that's, that's because at starts. school it's kind of like, yeah, but Formula One's for men. Like maybe if we start changing it when they're four or five years but old. But that's, that's the point. Things have to start earlier. You have LN racing cars. Yes. Is that right? Do you yeah. have girls racing in those carts as well? Um, I'm sure there's, I hope there is. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's still early days for, okay, okay. for my go-kart and, and my teams that I have in it. Um, and it will grow, but yeah. you know, like, um, like Daniel has a, like his own series and so on. Mm -hmm. um, and he's got one for like Bambinos, you know, the five, six, seven year olds. <laughs> that word um, is so cute. Which is cute. Bambinos. <laughs> and uh, I would love to like, you know, create a series and, and create more opportunities for, yeah. for kids at five, six, seven, eight years old to, to get into it. Um, but of course, I have a big following, I have a lot of fans, yeah. I have a lot of supporters. Um, so whatever I can add to mm -hmm. and uh, influence mm -hmm. them with uh, allowing them to think that they have opportunities in Formula One, which they all do, yeah. you know, and not everything has to be about driving. Like, of course, I'm a driver, so I talk from that perspective. but. There's, there's so many opportunities and we have more and more women that are working in McLaren, for instance. Um, but there's so many roles mm -hmm. and jobs mm -hmm. within a Formula One team. Mm -hmm. That's what people don't realise. Mm. It's not just uh, the driver, the engineer, mechanic and that's it. You know, principal, there's, maybe. And team principal, whatever, <laughs> CEO. Um, there's thousands of, of yeah. different types of roles and, and jobs. So there's, there's space and things for everyone to do. Cool. Um, but it's about allowing them to think that they have the opportunity to do it and, and they can go for it.
one is five words to describe your new teammate, Oscar. Hmm, <laughs> straight in. Yeah, fine. Uh, I'm a big guy, he's taller than me. So, is he? Yeah. Okay, tall? Taller. Taller than you. <laughs> Actually, if he's tall, then I'm like almost tall. Um, uh, quiet. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, his first year in Formula One. Yeah, fine. You know, a lot going on. We'll change him. With that we'll change him. <laughs> you know, I'll get him into golf, I'll get him into all these other things. But quiet, but I think, like, generally most people are when they're in the first season of Formula One. Yeah. Um, Were you? Fast. Didn't you know? say anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's fast from the test that he's done okay. uh, Abu Dhabi last year. Last one, huh? Last one. This could be a deal, deal breaker. Um, is he funny? Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's quiet, so he doesn't speak a lot. Okay. What's it called? Like he, he always does his hair like this. You know? Like that. Side fringe. In his face. I don't know what he's called. Okay. We'll just leave hair as the last one. Yeah, just hair. Three things you wish more people knew about you. I don't want people to know anything about me. Oh, why? Um, you get you get skateboarder? No. Surfer? No. I'm not good at anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you're good at driving forward. Maybe that's something. Okay. I'm not good at anything. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, well, tell me your hair secrets then. Is your hair naturally curly? Yeah. That's something that I think more people should be talking about. That I'm El Natural. Yeah, exactly that. Um, two of your favourite foods in the world? Italian. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Mm, Jap Pizza or pasta? Japanese pastas. Okay. Uh, and I think, I like Asian, Asian cuisine. Okay, okay, yeah. I like it. And yeah. my final question. But no fish. No fish. But people know that. Oh, I didn't know that. I hate fish. Oh, disgusting. Okay. Meat? Man, oh. chicken, I'm a chicken guy. Final thing is the one best piece of advice that you've ever been given. It can be by anyone. If I could tell myself one thing as a kid from now, it would be that uh, if you think you're working hard enough, mm -hmm. work harder. Hmm, interesting. Well, on that note, yeah. thank you That's very much, Sando. Mm. I'll thank remember you. that. I appreciate it. Thank you so much.